Alrighty. Hello and welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Healy in Nashville and in Boston we got Tim again. How are you, Timmy? Rock hard, Max. I am rock hard. This movie has everything a Tim Begin movie needs. Okay. We're talking about big fake yabos. We're talking about cooter floss. We're talking about two to three Van Dams, depending on how you look at this movie. I mean, that's just to name a few things. <laughs> I am rock hard. And over in Sacktown, California, we got John Anoshack. How are you, John? I have sports dick. Okay. Um, for the listeners who don't know, um, that's when you are so put off or so stressed or so like pumped full of adrenaline from watching an action movie like this that your dick just shrivels back up into you. <laughs> so that way you can move faster in case you have to get away. That's how I'm fucking feeling after watching this. I'll never get it back because this Belgian fuckstick stole two hours of my life, but oh, that's okay. shame. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah, I agree this with that. It's two hours longer. <laughs> yeah. How are you, Max? I'm doing great. Not really, but it's okay. Uh, so to wrap up our limited series, it's new to me, where we watch a movie that we've never seen but always wanted to. We watched 1991's The Parent Trap. I mean, Double Impact, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and some fantastic CGI involved. Oh, boy. It, yeah. The, the CGI in this, like... The, I think they were doing like the dual mirror. I don't know what the fuck it was, but like whenever they would show one Van Damme, there was a shadow and then the other one would be a little bit lighter. And the one that was lighter would have this weird like white glow Mm -hmm. outside Mm -hmm. of his head. Yeah. Like like a hologram. At one point they both, they both were sitting at, and (laughs) kind of like on the same. Yeah. It was like in the same perspective and they both had that. I was like, this is fantastic. It's like they didn't even put one real Van Damme in here. They they put two fake Van Dams in here. I mean, you know, it's very, uh, yeah, it looked very, uh, what do you call it, like Jedi ghost-esque, which is okay in this case, considering I think that Van Damme could be cast as a Jedi, and I'm surprised that that hasn't happened yet. He would just have lightsabers on his feet since he doesn't know how to use his hands in a fight. I mean, that like kind of uh, racially inappropriate guy that's like Lando's co-pilot kind of sounds like Van Damme. Oh, Actually, oh, yes, the one that made like the uh, Phantom of the Opera mask face that he yep. has. Yeah, yeah, he does. It could have just been Van Damme. Huh? Fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, it's a trip. I am French, and for all the the listeners out there, uh, je parle un petit peu du français, so I speak just enough to get myself in a lot of trouble with y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the thing with Van Damme is since he's from Belgium, but his like Belgian French accent is so fucked up that even people in France think that he sounds weird. <laughs> Yeah. Like he doesn't oh, fit yeah. in anywhere. No. I mean, he, he just has a speech impediment. There's a lot of speech impediments in this movie, actually. Oh, God. Yes. Because uh, the guy, the father, Frank. Frankie there, has a lisp. Yep. He has a very prominent lisp. I've never seen any actor in the world outside of like a special needs class that has a lisp. Frank should have been like packing it a huge dip this entire movie. He looks like yeah. the kind of guy that always needs to have tobacco in his mouth. Dude, oh, a big yeah. old hog's leg where you just cover the entire lower jaw. <laughs> yeah, You're lucky you if do you can walk. Double barrel it, too. You got to do upper lip and lower lip. Well, shit, this is called double impact after all, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, it should have been called double penetration with that sex scene. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh dude. You talking about, like, the LSD trip? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, um, that was something else. Once again, them tits didn't move. Mm-mm. Van, yeah, they did not no. move. 
Van no. Damme was doing erect Tai Chi <laughs> while she was hanging onto a clothesline. <laughs> Van Damme's chest was moving more. I think later on I call it um, like naked interpretive dancing. It, it honestly was. Hmm. It honestly was. It looked like a um, like a figure skating routine <laughs> with full penetration. It did. All right, should we get into it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first off, I was I was really hoping to see for the opening credits when they had Van Damme's name. I was like, I was really hoping that it would come up twice, but it didn't. Unfortunately, it, it did. It, it did. Well, it did the, like at a the end of the, at the end of the movie, it did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe it did. Maybe it had a slash, John. Maybe it had a slash. But at the end of the movie, oh, maybe in the first they, it was a slash. They did it in order of appearance, and his okay. name was in twice. So <laughs> the reason for the slashes is because he co-produced this, he co-wrote it, and then he starred in it. So his name is all over the credits in the beginning. It's like oh. a Van Damme production, written by Van Damme, starring Van Damme. Wow. Yeah, I just um, hmm. a Belgian showing up into Hong Kong though. That's still an odd sight. Uh, I, it doesn't make sense. They don't go there. A Bel- he does. A Belgian with British parents and an American father, American yeah. like essentially stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And and, and then the twin, the evil twin from Hong Kong, who has a Belgian accent too. <laughs> For some reason. I love oh, it how makes they perfect really, sense. Like, we'll get into, like, their origin stories and how they explain it away, like, real fast. Like, oh, yeah, you know, we find the only French nunnery. Like, oh, I just so happened to raise you in Paris. Like, we'll get there, but. It's <laughs> so fucking it's, dumb. It's okay. I'm like, all right, they tried. Oh, God. We all have right, well, to explain away this dipshit's fucking lisp and all this other nonsense. <laughs> we might as well figure out why this Belgian fuck sticks here. So. Mm. so the movie opens up with businessman Paul Wagner, accompanied by his wife and twin babies, Chad and Alex, as well as his bodyguard-Robert Goulet impersonator, Frank, at this <laughs> ribbon-cutting ceremony for the super real, not fake at all, Hong Kong Victoria Harbor Tunnel. Super real. It's a, it's, I, isn't Hong Kong like... Th- 30 miles away from like from mainland China. Oh, well it's split into two. You do have Hong Kong Island and then you do have like the mainland portion of the city. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. You I thought, can I th- see it across the, the little way. It's cool. All the skyscrapers shoot lasers at each other. It's great when you're on drugs. <laughs> when did it get given back to China? 96 or 97. It was one of the two. Uh, it, was like, okay. it was a 99 year lease, which is really strange. We're, that's just white people everywhere since, you know, apparently we don't like anything white according to that one review, but really <laughs> yeah, where it's... That that, that, that uh, really aged well. Yeah, that <laughs> Two days great. before the insurrection. All these people yeah. just bash white stuff all the time. Sorry that we're not yeah. white supremacists. I guess that's yeah. one, one star. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, listen. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Do you hear the crickets? Going back to this tunnel, though, apparently also the tunnel is just like a two-lane bicycle tunnel because that thing is like nine feet wide. Oh yeah, it just and it just comes up out of fucking no. It looks like it came up in it's like the, the middle highway. of a neighborhood. Yeah, it's just it's like so oh, bad. there's like a fucking McDonald's like literally a foot away from it. <laughs> so Wagner tells Frank to take the rest of the night off, which is a mistake because he and his wife are then immediately ambushed and murdered by a triad hit squad led by Bolo Young, aka the Chinese mm. bad guy from Bloodsport, aka the man with the most beautiful rack in Hollywood. Oh my god! Yeah, his um, pecs are eighty-five percent of his body. Like, not even a joke. Not absolutely. even a joke. His his pecs are like eighty-five percent of his body. I'd say round up. There's a point of a percentage in there. Just go eighty-six uh, yeah. <laughs> percent. 
when they actually had extra percent comes when he just like pumps them. Like he does the Terry Crews. Oh bit, my God. Oh yeah. I was so, so happy good. to see him. I have to say the driving, like Frank's driving in his little like Japanese sports car. That was fantastic. I was yeah. like, this is great. This is kind of like bullet esque in the middle of Hong Kong. Um, and to be honest, like the whole, that whole first scene where they like, they murdered the family. wasn't terrible. Like mm-hmm. I was like, <clears throat> I had high hope for this movie after that, and then they were immediately oh boy dashed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then not d- dashed in a good way, dashed in a way that was like this is still fantastically entertaining, but um, it was pretty gory too. Like the mom's brains were spilled out onto the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. You get an execution style shotgun blast to the head. It's like whoa, and the movie yeah. bounces back and forth. I guess that's probably the theme they were going for was duality in this, since you've got like. Good Van Damme and bad Van Damme. Um, and now you have, like, it goes back and forth from campy and, like, super goofy and shit. Like, once we, like, flip over to anal floss, once that scene happens, you know, <laughs> after shotgun blast to the face. But it just goes back and forth. like Or, like, Van Damme just, like, slowly sticks a knife into someone's kidneys. Like, that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They die immediately. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Ooh, ooh. So, yeah. It brings you, whips you back and forth. Also, though, if someone's tailing you, and you have a bodyguard, why would you just drive home? I, dude, yeah. I have no idea. It's so dumb. It makes no sense. It's like, these people are tailing us. I, we might as well just drive home. Oh, whoops. I guess there's more people tailing us already waiting for us at the house. Now we have nowhere to go. It's like, even for me, I am not a successful multi-million dollar businessman with like triad connections. But if I'm on like the highway and someone's been following me for like 20 miles and then I get off the highway and they still follow me. Like I'm keeping an eye on that. And sometimes I'll just circle around just to make sure like I am not pulling into my driveway. No. Oh dude. I mean, honestly, the fact that like, and then Frank goes, stay in the car. And the guy immediately gets out of the car. All right, I'll get out. This guy has no, no fucking sense. Hey, at least the guy had a gun in the glove box. Like that was really cool though, which never happens in these like victim, you know, scenes in movies where it's like, oh, they fight back. I didn't see Bruce Wayne's fucking parents do that shit. So yeah, fuck (laughs) off. Sorry, Batman. Max. (laughs) (laughs) So to wrap up this flashback, Frank kills all the bad guys except for Tits McGee, who gets his eyes like shot out. And then he snags baby Chad brings him to France with him while the family nanny immediately drops Alex off at a French orphanage that is in Hong Kong. Makes no attempt to contact Frank or anybody. It's just like, what? This, I've had this baby for 15 minutes and that's 15 minutes too long. Here's, here's a baby French nunnery. Spoiler alert. The French don't exist in Hong Kong. They aren't there. Right. They are not there in any way. Like, even like the French arm of the Catholic Church isn't there. Like, there are no French. That makes no sense. Mm -mm. And then then fast forward 25 years. Jesus Christ. Fast forward 25 years later to LA glitz and glamour in that Van Damme ass on full Mm. display as we Mm. see the adult Chad doing his best magic mic routine in front of all these female smoke show aerobic (laughs) class people. Literally, this woman getting an erotic massage from Chad with the the scantest aerobics leotard you could ever imagine. Literally a cooter flosser. Yep. And uh, Chad stre- stretching her out. <laughs> I, I say in air quotes. Um, he it, was getting fistfuls of ass. 
throughout that. Oh, yeah. I mean, just got ha ya ha ha squishy squishy squishy. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you're. I was waiting for like the little spank at the end too. When he was done, he's like, "You are good." Spank. <laughs> now smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and then ex- he then explains to the class why flexibility is so important by doing a split and explaining why his big legs and karate enable him to be so flexible and do splits. My big legs. My big legs. My big legs. Big grand legs. Big grand. Big grand. He would have been really good, actually, in this entire movie, and they tried doing it with Bad Van Dam, who will be introduced later, um, Alex. Uh, he should have had a cigarette in his mouth the entire movie. Mm. Instead, it was just lots of cigars, which is cool, too. But, mm. yeah. Choo-choo. The cigar thing was not convincing. No. Because well, he Never kept spitting it. them out or breaking them. That was my favorite part of the movie is just how is Van Damme going to destroy a full cigar now in this scene? Like, I mean, <laughs> he either just like spits them out at 50 miles an hour, like punches it out of his own mouth and shatters it, you know, or just like takes one puff and puts it out immediately and throws it on the ground. Um, it was I'm like so- he had no idea what a cigar was. It no. was like if you put a cigar in like a dog's mouth, like it, <laughs> this dog has no idea what the fuck it is. He doesn't know what to do with it. Like that was the same with Van Damme. It's like, it's like I, he's chewing on a Twizzler. I, you know, yeah. I think that his francophone ass just his body was spitting back the cigar because it was like, where is cigarette? We need cigarette. We don't need cigar. We need cigarette. This is what we need. This is culturally <laughs> appropriate. This is what needs to happen. <laughs> also, why didn't he kill somebody? I mean, sorry to derail. Why didn't he kill somebody with a cigar? Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Would have been good. Or like, you know, blow smoke in Chad's face at one point. <laughs> Oh like my God, nothing. Chad. He doesn't use it ever. It's a, such uh, a weird prop they, to have. When they blow up the um, when they blow up the gas tank later and flick it, flick that thing, yeah. and so it lights lights the whole thing up. Or use it to light the cigar. Do something with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then we see Nancy Boy Chad showing off his super sweet karate kick moves when he beats up this Australian bully in karate class. Oh my god! I think that, that guy was a British. Guy was just a British weirdo with a pink belt. I don't think they give out pink belts in karate. I never got past a white belt, but I'm pretty sure there's no pink belt. No, like you know, maybe in like you know on the beach in like Miami, but they're in L.A., so it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I find it very hard to believe that uh, we made it through the '80s in one piece since everybody was wearing pastel colors and doing cocaine, which is also yeah. my, my, my theory as to why Van Damme's accent is so shitty because French is such a nasal language and the barrier between both nostrils is just burnt away years ago <laughs> from all the cocaine usage. So yeah, he did so much fucking blow in the nineties. It's insane. Ooh. 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 Well, you can see his withered husk that's left over from it. Like Dude. it was a $10,000 a week habit. That he had. He said he was doing 10 grams a week. <laughs> That's fucking wow. nuts. He was also bipolar and didn't know it. What? Yeah. He, was, he wasn't diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder until like the early 2000s. Oh, my God. I mean, like, that's... Makes this movie even better. Like, Bill Cosby, shithead, but, like, the joke was, like, what does cocaine do? Intensifies your personality. What if you're an asshole? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Sorry, Tim. So, hold on. Hold on. This movie is just, like, an expression of his mental illness. Yep. Because he has has the the Van Damme from L.A., and then he has the bad Van Damme. This is this is literally like his two personalities. It is a perfect analogy to just his entire career in general, mm-hmm. especially later on when they start fighting each other. I'm like, that is Van Damme's career. 
Yeah. The coked huh. out angry one and the nice soft like pastel wearing one. I just like seeing him doing the splits in between two semi trucks in the desert. That's where <laughs> I get my my jollies from. So. <laughs> well, after this, Frank tells Chad that he's not his real uncle and he raised him in France to explain why Chad talks the way that he does. And we're going to Hong Kong. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Whiplash. But no, the the okay. So Frank has a Chinese visitor. He just hands him one picture, and he goes, "That has to be him. That has to be him." And then the Chinese guy just goes, just with a cigarette in a bowling ball smile, just like nods, and he goes, "Bow, kung pao chicken, bow." It's <laughs> <laughs> like something so obviously not correct <laughs> no Chinese language <laughs> and you know like Cantonese you know compared to Mandarin is like your stereotypical like what people make fun of um but that was that was rough he did just order like you know General So's chicken you're right that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what happened I also thought it was just comically funny of how much wider Van Damme was in that photo compared to all the other Chinese people around him like they're oh, yeah. kind of the same height but he is like two or three times wider than everyone else around him. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. All all the Chinese people in that photo look like absolute midgets. <laughs> they do. <laughs> uh, <sighs> all right. Um, and then also my next note here too is just why the fuck was that plane so close in the next scene? Oh, so there is, I believe it is Hong Kong, that airport where they've designed it to where you do have to really just like fly through close, like close to buildings and shit. It's oh, either I've that one that. or Taiwan. It's one it's of the crazy. two. And I've done that flight. And yeah, like if you're looking close enough, you could catch someone changing in a building that you're flying by. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Wild. So this might be my favorite part of the movie here. Just seeing Chad and his like pinky out. With his youth medium teal polo and his tight pink hot pants and white tube socks, just taking in all the Hong Kong activity. Just some like jerk off American <laughs> tourist. Oh my God. Oh my God. He looks like a high end is... mo- like male prostitute. Oh yeah. He does. Yeah. He does. And he comes carrying cocaine too, just in case that's what just your jollies. He's a serviceman. Yeah, he's there to provide service. Um, those thighs are out of control. Out of control. Still, I'm so jealous. Goddamn. Still. That's what makes it even funnier is because he's dressed like such a fucking dork, but he's in such great shape. I know. It's like, oh, God damn it. Like, he's even pulling this off. He looks like um, like Muldoon from Jurassic Park with those fucking short shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should That's I be destroyed? Say what you will about Van Damme. The guy is fucking shredded. Yeah. He's a beautiful yeah. man. Shredded. Yep. And, you know, in his defense, I guess that Arnold Schwarzenegger did show up in the first scene of Predator. Well, not the first scene, but uh, in Predator, um, wearing that same outfit, basically, to the jungle but with all red, of his special yeah. forces buddies. Yeah, he's uh-huh. just straight pastel colors and short shorts. <laughs> this is also the worst line delivery by Van Damme in the entire movie when he's in the cab. It just goes, driver, hotel, how long? Oh, my God. <laughs> Once again, like he's trying to order General So's chicken or some shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, the whole movie is ADR. It is. The enti- there is not one word in this movie that was said into camera and was that was actually put into the movie. The entire movie was dubbed over. I don't think they later. had any microphones. I think that they, because they filmed it all pretty much all in location. Like that scene of the cab, I think they were actually just in a cab going to the next scene and they're like, we're not going to pay for like for another take. Like the fare's already over. Let's just get out. It's good enough. <laughs> Because you'll see later so on good. when they're running through the street, everyone is just staring at the camera because they don't have any kind of um, 
like filming um, like permits in Permit? Hong Kong. So they can just film wherever the fuck they want. So they're just like running through a busy street and everyone was just like looking around being like, is that Jean-Claude Van Damme? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's just a bunch of... <laughs> what is that big jack woman doing? <laughs> just a bunch of Hong Kong people just like going about their day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme and that woman. Well, you know, considering that, yeah, the British, you know, had uh, leased their city um, by force, you know, for 99 years. I'm sure they were kind of used to just crazy British people that just couldn't handle their liquor running around, you know, <laughs> just like, oh, there goes another one. All right. They couldn't handle the lifestyle. Mm. Let's give him a four foot <laughs> buffer. He's white. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> one star. Dude. And then they one go into star. the Mahjong parlor Dude. that's owned by Alex. Yes. And... This hot blonde chick just comes up, to, you know. Okay, you so it, Alex, yeah. Alex, Alex is the um, is the evil twin who's not really evil, but anyways, guy. he's like, yeah, he's the evil twin who's like a the Hong Kong street hustler, and he has this like highfalutin British British girlfriend who works as like in a corporate, you know, in the corporate setting, um, girlfriend, and who just comes up to Chad and is just like. Hey, you you dress nothing like my boyfriend. Come back into this um into his office while I whip your dick out. I'm gonna suck your dick off. Yeah. Literally it <laughs> Don't was just stop. like Hey, come back to the office. Within a five second period, she's reaching into his silk underwear to rip Van Damme's dick out. She was oh, literally dude. grabbing onto that dick too. I was dude. like, when I saw, I was like, holy, are they actually gonna show it? Because like, it's like zoom in, zip down, hand down pants, like adjusted. I was just like, holy shit! Like wax hey, on, some- wax off. He got a cock massage dude. out of that. They were definitely fucking those two. Van Damme, oh, that actress. Oh, yeah. There's like no other way. It's like, man, she's no. like, she's been around those pants before. <laughs> they show a lot of shit in this movie. They do. They show. They almost show a full vag shot. They show. <laughs> essentially show like later in the movie like this crazy tantric sex scene they almost show everything and they show like the frog like frogs being murdered and shit like that Jesus and um, Christ, yeah. i'm pretty sure a lot of the stunts like i'm pretty sure those weren't stuntmen that was they just like hit people with a car without telling them <laughs> they just killed multiple people <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. going back to the silk underwear Chad hasn't gone to the hotel yet because, like, he says something to Frank, like, oh, let's just go back to the hotel. I want to shower, shave, sauna, be so nice. And then, you know, she he gets, like, a hand job. But it's like, that is a 15-hour flight that he was just on with silk underwear. It's like, that must smell so bad. Oh, oh dude. If that was any of the three of us, she would have dropped out, <laughs> dro- passed out. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, like, that's the thing with silk. Like, you don't even get skid marks. You just have, like, liquid shit flowing around. I mean, like, it's not absorbative. Yeah, it would be disgusting. <laughs> it's a puddle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And then back into the movie here. We're introduced to Alex, who headbutts Chad and then yells at his girlfriend, Danielle, who's saying, I would never wear silk underwears. <laughs> And calls calls him a uh, hard F-A-G. F word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which the, he says this multiple times, but the first time he says the F bomb in this, you can't even understand what he's saying. No, it's very you just, French. You can just you can just understand it from the context. <laughs> so I was actually um, advised by a Frenchman um, when I was in France um, to never try to swear in another language. Just stick with your language. They will understand exactly the sentiment that you're getting for. Because all you're going to do is just make an ass of yourself. Except for the F-bomb. That one seems to carry. Even I was like, huh. And even then, I was also getting defensive. Like, he's not an F-bomb. 
He was about to, like your girlfriend was about to blow him, and he looked like yeah, he was going like, to enjoy it. He was totally down. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's I don't the know. opposite of gay, isn't it? Yeah. He's kind of down to fuck, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this woman is just like this. This woman char- this female character is. There's a lot of offensive shit in this movie, but th- her portrayal might be the most offensive. Yeah, it's just like totally incompetent, incapable, just a sex object, a thousand percent. Which, like, I want to be clear. I'm okay with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I was hoping for um, a brother-to-brother um, Eiffel Tower, which has a lot of meaning there, um, considering these- building up to that, dude. They were building up to that. <sighs> I, w- I was pretty surprised that it didn't happen in multiple occasions. Well, in yeah, this movie. you know. This would like, be the easiest was- porno parody to make, because it already is, like, the subplot of a porno. Yep. Double Penny Part Three strikes back. Like, I mean, fuck. it's just double penetration. You know, that's it's not that far off. <laughs> that's a bad image. <sighs> Could you imagine the verbal, like the the verbal shit that would come out of Van Damme's Double Penny scene? Like, oh yeah, you like that? Huge don't you, baby? surprise. <laughs> I've got a big surprise. Huge surprise. <laughs> that happens. That fucking happens. Open sesame. <laughs> you want to see a real tunnel? <laughs> here comes the train. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Here comes train. Yeah. You want to see what dug the tunnel? <laughs> Take a look at my dick. <laughs> um. All right. And then Frank tells the boys that their dad's crooked business partner, who um had you know his family killed. Ever hear Nigel Griffith? That's like asking if you've ever heard of Donald Trump. Yeah, that didn't age. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, ouch. Mm. Only we knew. Although, it is funny that, you know, the comparison is this, like, really crooked businessman who's, like, fucking people over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Using oh, Chinese I mean, in money. the 90s, every, every, in the 90s, I think everyone was aware Donald Trump was a fucking nutbag. Yeah. There's so many movies of people portraying pretty much Trump, but he's never in a political position because no one ever thought that he would ever get elected to anything. Right. <laughs> like Back to the Future 2. Oh, political. Boo, 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 oh, yeah. boo. Let's <laughs> get the alarm, Max. That's a new one. That's the European sign. <laughs> they do sound different. It's kind of strange. It's they almost do. not intimidating. Here, everything is designed to intimidate you because we will shoot you. Over there, it's like, oh, we'll just beat the shit out of you, but we'll, we'll give we you don't a, have a gun. Trial. Yeah, we don't have a gun, but we'll beat the fuck out of you. So they get, this is now going to be the first time that they team up, and it pretty much goes like this with Alex. Get your fancy clothes in your silk underwear and get out. And then Chad goes, okay, Frank, let's go. And then Alex goes, oh, yeah, tough guy, I'm in. <laughs> Makes no huh. fucking sense. And here we have the first opportunity for there to have been a DP scene. <laughs> Honestly. So, so wardrobe change for Chad on the boat. Now he's wearing a salmon shirt with like ruffled shoulder pads and like a matching salmon tie. And then I it could not, could I not just, understand for the life of me what Chad was wearing throughout this entire movie. I mean, I'm happy that they, they made his name Chad. At least there's one point that makes sense. It's like, okay, his name mm-hmm. is Chad. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Also, I didn't realize that L.A. was that Miami-esque back in the day. At all. 91. I think Miami Vice. Yeah. Miami Vice still had a uh, chokehold on uh, on Hollywood, I think. Chokehold. 
Yeah, we about know. had a choke load in this fucking movie at one point too. Yeah, so. big surprise. <laughs> yeah. How about you have a choke load of Chad? I have got ropes of Chad for you. Ropes. <laughs> um, you know, Alex, he's the bad boy. So you know, he's he's wearing the leather trench coat and skin tight jeans, and we all know that he's a bad boy. Because the whole point of the scene is just to show us that Alex is good at smuggling cars with shitty TVs and several cartons of cigarettes inside the trunks. Yeah. How much money could he actually make for this shit? And first, okay, so I have, I have a question, John. Obviously, you've been to Hong Kong. You mm. have a, 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 an astute understanding of, of, thing, of things that go on over there. In Hong Kong, it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have been a big deal to get fucking Remy Martin, would it have? No, not in British Hong Kong. Today, that might be a different story. Um, no, with the Brits, I mean, it was basically wide open. It was a Western right. city and you still very much see that it's a Western city. So it's not, yeah, it's kind of strange to me. Like I could see that like maybe like back in like the, I don't know, like way back, but no, in the eighties, right. like seventies, eighties, nineties. I mean, it was a, had a good time, man. I mean, we'll put it this way. I actually went there at, you know, since the, um, the, 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 the CCP had taken over and, um, you still saw Lamborghinis and shit everywhere. So to answer your question, no, it's not strange at all. Even with the Chinese government, they were like, yeah, we could party here. Yeah. I, it's like, it's literally, he's literally like, oh my God, you have Marlboros and Remy Martin and Mercedes. These yeah. are things we cannot get. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. We aren't talking about sense. like fucking Syria, guys. Like, what are we doing right. here? Like, the cars yeah. also are shitty. Yeah. This car's fucking, they're both like, woo, look at those. I'm like, those cars suck. It look like right. shit. You know, uh, uh, people's taste in vehicles really does change throughout the decades. Like, we went from, like, the 60s and 50s where we had fucking fins on cars where they could actually swim to these big hunks of just solid steel with no aerodynamics ever taken into account or fuel economy, for that matter, that are just boxes. Yeah, they're disgusting. Back then, boomers today are even like, I like them blocky. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> women or cars. What are we doing here? I like them all look the same. Toyota, BMW, Ford, <laughs> anything. They're all the fucking what, same. What color do you want your Mercedes to be? Do you want it to be red, black, white? I want it to be beige. Beige. Yeah. Very oh. beige. Give me the most <laughs> generic neutral color possible. Yeah. If we were if if I was in a very boring, boring, boring rug 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 <laughs> store, I'd want to it to blend in. <laughs> plan on spilling a lot of stuff so whatever's the best for that also though alex not a good smuggler because we um you know the camera turns over and you see the police boat coming and they're like 15 feet off of shore yeah in the middle of the day in in what would presumably be the busiest harbor in probably one of the busiest harbors in the world yes. hands down and he's yeah. just like okay we do smuggling on a wednesday at 11 a.m it's like people get like sunbathing on the beach just watching it happen it's like, hey, Alex, here's a, here's a tip. Do it at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. So, yeah, the British, um, just for a little bit of political commentary, very pro hands-off, or they just kind of let this shit happen. They're just like, come on, that's fine. Yeah. Paying yeah, your taxes. giving us our cut. Yep. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you, you're giving us our cut? Fuck off. We don't care then. Yeah. How do you think the car got into the harbor originally anyway? Had to go on yeah. from somewhere else. Yeah. No, Churchill's in the back just counting his fucking 20s. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, so the guys uh, Alex is doing a deal with claim that he set them up. So we get the first big fight where Alex punches two dudes overboard and then points to the water and the last guy just jumps in. (laughs) 
that was like funny. a boss. Like a boss. Get in. Like <laughs> go. It's great. And then Chad, down. Chad pushes the two cars into the water, and then Frank shoots like four bullets into each, and they just explode while they're being submerged in the water. They just- explode, and which deters. The two boats that could have easily just gone around the fire. <laughs> like, they're in the fucking ocean. It's not like it's narrow. <laughs> Clearly, the cops were there just to get the cars, too. They really liked how those Mercedes looked. I, I don't know. Right. Um, I also Save didn't realize that Remy Martin... <laughs> I, I didn't realize, though, that Remy Martin explodes like jet fuel. I... Um, <laughs> Because to, to your point about those, like, you know, three fucking rounds and then kaboom, death charge, you know, no. But everything's fun in Hong Kong, man. Everything's bigger in Hong Kong. It used to be the Texas of East Asia. Everything's bigger and more fun, including frogs getting their heads chopped off. Because that's the next scene after this is just watching that happen. That was fun. Yeah, I'd do it. Frog <laughs> legs are great. Have y'all ever had frog legs? I've had frog mm-hmm. legs. I have no problem eating frogs. I was just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I mean... Animal animals were harmed in the making of yes, this movie. Yes, they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I've done frog gigging before, so I'm a little desensitized. I feel mm. bad for him, but I'm like, you're gonna be tasty. You know what frog gigging is, Tim? Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, you go spear him with like a like a trident almost, right? It, yeah, basically. Yeah, you get an oversized um, fondue fork and you just stab them, um, preferably in the most painful yep. spot possible, and let them bleed out in a bucket. It's really humane. Mm. You do it at night with lights, right? Yeah, at night with lights. So I'm happy that I've now um, officially um, explained or at least given you to sports dick. How does it feel? <laughs> I'm, you didn't hear the knock under the table? My dick is raging. So we also learned that Danielle's been working for Griffith for five years, which will uh, kind of not really pay off later. But then we- What are the chances of that? What are the chances of that? Okay, you're in a city of how many people are in Hong Kong, John? Ten million people, probably. It's a, a, a lot massive of fucking city. people. A lot of fucking and, people. And yeah. And fucking Alex's girlfriend works for the fucking bad guy and knows him. So dumb, and knows him personally. So fucking. And then he dumb. also part is like pretty much like side partners with the other bad guy in this movie that killed their parents. Insane. Insane. Insanely great, I have to say. So that's the thing. So they follow Chad, though. It's like, this should be Alex's story. It's like everything should center around Alex. He's the orphan. He's the one who had the rough yeah. life. And then he already knows the both of the people that, you know, killed his parents. Like they should have just exactly. had the yuppie and the other guy just show up and him being like, what the fuck are you guys? Yeah. Exactly. And they also say that, like, Alex is bad. In what way? He is apparently a very dedicated boyfriend. <laughs> To this woman, he really loves her. He's just trying to make a living. Like he's not really that bad. Yeah, you know, minus like smacking her around. But besides that, yeah, he's not bad. Say, okay, you know, okay, he, he okay. Does, he later, does, he does hit her at one point, and I was not later. so much into that. But um, I guess they <laughs> they explained it away by like, oh, he looked sad that he hit her. I was like, um. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just that was just an ad lib by Van Dam. <laughs> All right, then we got Chad hanging outside this hotel when a gang of triad guys. Stuff him into a car where he speaks to the second villain of the movie, Raymond Zhang. Just zero explanation for any of this. Chad gets out of a cab, goes and like leans up against a building with his leg up and flipping a nickel like a greaser. And then then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden they just go grab him. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? There's zero. There's like no lead up to this. They don't really. And so he's also that car is his parents car, right? 
Yeah. I think it is because he has a cigar box and the lighter too. Like they oh, left right. it in the car and he just took it. It's like, they don't really bring a lot of attention to that either. They do with the no, cigar the box, dude, but that's it. The cigar box never comes back either. He just like sees it and then it's just, Oh, also he's been using that lighter for 25 years. And it, the first time he goes to light it and it like flickers, he just throws it on the ground. <laughs> I've been carrying that thing around <laughs> for 25 gonna, years. I'm not going to refill it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. All right. Well, the bad guys, they offer him a job to Chad as Alex and he tells them to go fuck himself. So this leads to a quick fight where Bolo shows how much of a badass he is by breaking the neck of one of his own men. Chad apparently has one move, which is kicks (laughs) because that's how he, it's a right kick because he just quickly dispatches two of the henchmen with a right kick. (laughs) And then Bolo decides, well, this guy only can kick people. So I'm just going to punch him in the face. No, punch him in the dick. He sees him do all the kicks and Bola goes down and gives him an uppercut to the dick and balls, which was great. (laughs) Show show you fancy foot fighter. (laughs) Dick punch. Don't we, um, he gets revenge at the end of the movie though. in like one of the other fights where he actually kicks Bolo in the cock, right? He does. There's a lot of dick punches and kick. Yeah. And then then Chad or uh, Alex gets his dick grabbed later too. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. There's there's a lot of hatred against sexual organs here, and I don't know where that came from. Van Damme. Do yeah. you think Van Damme guaranteed. likes to be punished? It's I guarantee the director was like, um, John, you know, this this scene you wrote here, it says camera pans down to Chad's dick getting grabbed. Do we really need to show that? It is that is my vision. We cannot. <laughs> it needs at least seven <laughs> seconds held on my dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually what he calls his penis—the vision. <laughs> <laughs> I also love in these movies where the the bad guys just line up to fight the other dude. Like they never all go at him; they all just stand in line. <laughs> it's very yeah. So it's very funny kung fu movie esque. Yeah, where they all have uh. to queue up. I, I, well, also the other thing. So speaking of it, that Alex, excuse me, Chad can't actually do anything but just like right kick roundhouse people to the face. He also always has to tap them on the shoulder for them to turn around before he like busts a bottle over their head or like stabs them in the neck or something. He can't just like sneak up and be sneaky. Nope. No, no, it's, it's insane. They also like wait a lot. Like there will be a kick to the guy's face. The guy will be incapacitated like leaning up against a wall for like 30 seconds and Chad and Alex are just waiting for him to like regain his strength to come back. I'm like, no, no murder that guy. That's how, that's how the real world works is that you, you murder him after you incapacitate him. Yeah. You've played Mortal Kombat. That's how it works. They're stunned (laughs) standing up. You got to finish them. Come on. Exactly. This is essentially Belgian Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Yeah, so then, you know, Chad, he gets bounced around this freight carrier for a bit by uh, by a bit by Bolo, and then they just dump him into the middle of the street. And I guess this is when it becomes double personal, because Alex and Chad agree to partner up again in order to take down Griffith and Raymond Zhang, which I thought they already did, but all right. Apparently not. <laughs> yep. Okay. So then at the Asian Trump Tower, Danielle's digging through Griffith's uh, private files when his female baddie Kara struts in. And this movie turns into the opening of a girl-on-girl porno. And then Danielle leaves. But there's going to be more to come there. Dude, once again, fistfuls of ass. (laughs) Yep. 
Oh my God. Um, at least she offered like, now you can strip search me. That's, that's which, later. That's so good. Oh, yeah, is that later? Sec- oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus. I, I must have missed the first on time. Two different occasions. Huh? So, uh, you know, apparently the, Again, no understanding. Like, so Danielle is an employee at this company, conceivably, like just going into a file room to get a file for, for a reason that probably shouldn't doesn't require an explanation, right? <laughs> and then this like fucking crazy like Xena warrior princess lady, <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme fem- female version, is just following her around. Why? Why does she have to check on? Is that her role in the company? Check on anyone who has to go look at a file in a filing cabinet? Was this just a point that Van Damme was trying to make? Like, not only men sexually harass women, also women sexually harass. It's not just me. Like, (laughs) is that what this all was? Because he was the producer, like he was just trying to make a point. I. It could. It could have been. It could have been like halfway through filming. He had fifteen sexual harassment lawsuits and he just tossed this in there and be like, see, see, I'm not the only one that does it. <laughs> Equal opportunity, sexual harassment. Harassment. <laughs> I mean, cocaine is just basically powdered harassment at the end of the day. I mean, come on. So Kara though, she's played by Corina Everson, who was the Miss Olympia bodybuilding champion from 1984 to 1989. So she won six straight. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And she is built. And I'll tell you what. Like a brick. Got me. It kind of got me a little. You know, it moved a little bit when I saw her. That's all I'm going to say. Pick me up, Kara. So um, <laughs> she was apparently a natural born killers. Funny enough. Hmm. I don't know I in what in capacity. Um, me either. Lots of random stuff. Like even great movies like Ballistic. I don't um, and Charmed. The hmm. television series. Oh, there it is. There it is. She was in the fucking Hercules series. <laughs> ah, yeah, that uh, makes of sense. Of course she fucking was. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Cut to this drug warehouse with Alex somehow breaking this guy's neck without touching it. And then Chad blows their <laughs> cover after kicking another goon in the face, leading to an orgy of bullets, Belgian butts, and explosions. For no reason, Chad's well hidden, and this guy won't see him, and Chad just goes, oh, shit. And then, yeah, taps him on the shoulder and kills him. The first of many shits. There's a lot of that in this movie, where it's just like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up, Chad. Don't 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 fuck up, Chad. (laughs) Chad. That was great. You fucked up, Chad. (laughs) Don't do it, Chad. You blew our cover. Oh, my God. They're like two fucking Swedes, like Nordic people that just like haven't quite gotten the, ang- the English language down. No, I'm okay, eh? Um, also, I love the scene in this where you have Alex having a shootout with three guys four feet from him. They're <laughs> yep. just, they're, they're behind fold up tables and none of them actually think to shoot under the tables. They're just shooting at each other four feet away behind two <laughs> fold out tables. One one of them just walks by him. He's just ducked on the floor, not even like hiding behind anything. And the dude Ugh. just walks right past him. Also, it turns out that Van Damme Ugh. is really good at shooting people upside down. Um, he <laughs> likes a lot of to... diehard two sh- shooting in this. Oh my gosh, dude. So many barrel rolls. Yes. And like really shitty barrel rolls too, where I'm like, um, he's not actually moving. It looks like a toddler trying to like learn how to roll for the first time. He's like, I don't know. Super, super shitty barrel rolls. Endless amounts of bullets in these 
in these nine nine <laughs> nine round uh, Beretta clips, and <laughs> which is just that's just an action movie trope. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. But the to to your point about the um, people shooting each other like four feet away from each other, John, yeah. it's literally like an always sunny episode <laughs> where people there's just thousands of rounds being fired at people two feet away from each other and no one is hit. Nope. Nope. They're all just wincing, like weird blank faces, just missing every time. Yep. Also, I love that um, Alex's uh, Van Damme, basically, his core is so strong that he can just keep a clip of bullets in between his belt and his stomach. And that's where he keeps his reloads. At one point, you see him just reach into his pants. And I was like, is he about to, like, pinch one off? And it's like he pulls a clip out. It's like, oh, whoa. All right. All right, man. You're rock hard, baby. I know. I love you. It's, it's like okay. a, It's like a clip Pez dispenser. <laughs> it's like a kangaroo pouch with that silk underwear. Oh my God. We call it the Belgian kangaroo. It's a very special technique. <laughs> Belgian bunched. Oh God. And then the twins, they had to zang Griffith's own nightclub where they deliver bombs disguised inside two crates of cognac and more explosions. So I didn't see them bring in like four or five cases of cognac because there's like a random bomb, like a random case of cognac behind the bar. There's one that they get into the back. There's the one that Chad just like randomly brings in. Also, don't you think they would try to act like these cases of cognac that they brought to the big boss would be a little bit heavier than a paperweight? <laughs> and I understand. Well, not, not that, with Van Damme. I mean, like, I get Van Damme is, 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 you know, I mean, he's strong. But, like, when you're just carrying a wooden crate from, like, this is a crate out of Indiana Jones, by the way. This yep, is a crate, yep. a wooden crate of cognac. And they're just carrying it like it's a pillow. <laughs> this is Remy Martin. I just want to be clear here, folks. The 90s and Remy Martin. Remy Martin was not classy in the 90s. It wasn't. It hasn't been classy since, like, 1850, okay? <laughs> this was on every fucking, like, um, liquor store shelf in the fucking hood at this point, okay? This is not classy, and they're acting like this shit is, like, the primo, primo shit. And also... What's the fucking plan here? Somebody needs to explain the plan here. There's so none. Alex brings him Alex brings him a crate and then Chad for some reason needs to bring him a crate too, but his timing's the timing of it is important. What the fuck is their plan here? I don't I honestly don't understand this. And why does Frank have to be like getting jerked off by this by this Asian lady in order for this plan to work? You look like Nerves. Sean Connery. What? Yeah, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> with, no, he said it with a lisp too. He's like, "What? What? Because we haven't we haven't discussed that yet, no. folks." Frank has a bad lisp. Frank. This entire movie. <laughs> My name's Frank. Frank. He sounds like Daffy fucking Duck. <laughs> Daffy Duck with a Sylvester. couple of fucking kills under his belt, and I think that's how yeah. he gets away from it. It's like, oh, okay, that and a big yeah, ass belt Daffy. buckle later in the movie for no reason. Daffy Duck with non PSD PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You're both clearly brothers. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Also, I like how Chad, he dove like seven seconds too early before the explosion. Like everyone's just laughing at him. He's just like looking up. He's like, when's it going to explode? I know. Yeah. That was definitely Alex trying to fuck with Chad. Yeah. Too. <laughs> and then also during the scene too, we got Kara just stabbing that uh, drug factory guy in the chest, which is mm-hmm. pretty fucking brutal. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, because that's the first time that, well, I mean, as far as I recall it, since I was clearly watching this movie so closely, um, that we get to see <laughs> Xena Warrior Princess, like, actually go psycho. Like, that's when I was, like, truly introduced to her. I yeah. was like, thighs, 
whoa. And knife, butterfly knife on top of that too. So mm-hmm. like she is, I I she, bet she, okay, if she kisses you, she's drawing blood. That's what I'm saying. Like, Oh, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. into it, dude. Like, she kills that guy in the dead left position too. Mm-hmm. It's like perfect, like you know, perfectly stabilized with her feet as he goes in to stab the guy. She is in like a Vera Wang gown that like someone would wear to like the Met Gala, and she and her her fucking like Arnold Schwarzenegger thighs are just popping out of that crazy. thing. It is the weirdest thing to see. And then she, yeah, she just like mounts him and does a deadlift and then stabs him in the chest. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, it's pretty, it's pretty great. I, she should have been the 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 bad, the evil um, bad guy lady in um, Goldeneye. Really, I mean, a lot more believable. Yeah, and you know oh, yeah. that she yeah. can take charge. Like, I mean, her, you know, that character. You're like, yeah, she could kill me, but you know, she's still a little bit delicate. In this case, I was like, fuck that. You're the boss today, my lady. <laughs> There's a lot of shit in this scene, though. Also, with Alex, when he takes a sip of booze and then he just smashes the glass in his hand. Like, that would fuck up your entire hand. You would have to have hand surgery. It would cut all the tendons in your hand. Yes. You would have to have, like, months worth of hand surgery. The guys, guys, oh, that's no. actually, that's a that's a drinking game, you know, on, like, street-level, you know, Hong Kong. Okay? And so he grew up just smashing glasses in his hand. And he's actually developed a callus right there. And... <laughs> He that was actually the first pimp hand in uh, world history. And then we cut back to the girl and girl porno with Kara frisking Danielle, and then she says, "Okay, you can frisk me now." Fistfuls of ass, fistfuls Dude. of ass. Just like that's that's the theme of the movie. It's just grabbing fistfuls of ass. <laughs> I I guarantee that went full that went full on porn in Van Damme's real script yes. and then the director just walked into Van Damme's trailer and was, trailer was just like fl- fling the script at him was like no <laughs> no no we are not doing this <laughs> what 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 do you want I mean they're going to they're going to eat each other out it's going to be great it's going to be classy sensual and he's like no no I have let you go too far already <laughs> <laughs> scolding him like a dog no yeah. no no Belgian puppy no we never should have given you this much money God. <laughs> How much I, money have you spent on cocaine, by the way? Yeah, all know, of it. Right? God damn it! <laughs> I feel like that was that was a good scene though for Al Pacino to come in, just like with your hand all the way up it, like that, because I she was like fucking forearm deep up that chick's ass. <laughs> could you could you imagine Al Pacino from Heat just walking by in the hallway, like whoa, yeah, whoa. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm not in my jurisdiction, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I already forgot all the Pacino lines for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> really? All right. So then, uh, you know, Chad and Danielle, they talk and then Chad steals Alex's boat and he goes to pick her up. But it's a trap. And Kara, along with this spurry booted dude, shows up at Alex's hangout that leads to a chase all around Hong Kong. Yeah. That- so Danielle's a fucking idiot. Let's just put it out there. You've been caught, Danielle. You've been caught. The henchwoman of the guy that you now know is is like the height of all evil has just pinned you up against a wall in a file room and like essentially sexually assaulted you. Leave work yep. because you've been caught. Don't call the guys that they're looking for on the phone at the place that you work and they're obviously bugging. <laughs> uh, 
You know, I think that she is actually the same character from that Lethal Weapon movie with the South Africans. I mean, it's it's that level of um, oh Rinka, Rinka. Oh, you know her name still? Oh, Jesus Christ! I had Rinka no idea. Jin. God, no her damn. name. <laughs> I've written a, I've written a whole set of fan fiction about Rinka. <laughs> uh, puffy nipples, part three. Yeah, yeah. they should have had her in this movie. I would have liked that. I mean, yeah. you know, it's real, real, real yabos. Yep. Not Nazi yabos. Also, that Spurry uh, heel dude just completely slits the uh, bartender's throat with a kick. That was intense. <laughs> crazy. Some crazy makeup on that throat. I, Brutal. I, I was just more concerned with um, his fucking luscious curly locks that he somehow managed to, like, it was almost like a Jerry curl. There were a lot of that going on in this movie. Yeah. Tons of really good, like, 80s hair. For sure. Lots of mullets uh, and mullets that like yeah. were overgrown and now it's just like long hair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's just long hair. This is also so we've also done two Van Damme movies and both of them involve him like jumping over multiple boats in the Hong Kong harbor. <laughs> they do that here too. <laughs> it's so good. And, they, dude. and then ends with yeah. them just jumping into that disgusting water. Ugh. Oh god. Oh, yeah, that's how What's-His-Face got his, his lazy eye from jumping into the water, <laughs> yeah, right? Forrest yeah. Whitaker. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, yeah. Yo, don't open your eyes underwater, Forrest. I already did. Oh, my God. You're blind Dear now. God. <laughs> that's how Bolo actually lost his eye in this, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't from a shotgun. No, it was just a splash of water. Hit him in the eye. All right, and then this is where we get the neon-lit aerobic fuck fantasy by Alex where he's just drunkenly imaging his girlfriend and his identical twin banging each other. Yeah, oh this was... This this stopped being him, like, being concerned or upset about his brother, his twin brother, banging his girlfriend and turned into him... He Like, that was cuck porn for him. Yep. He was into that at, oh, so, at one point. I think he pinched one off during that during that scene. Oh, for sure. Um, but it, it was after um, he punched a cigar out of his own mouth. He punched the telephone that he was calling <laughs> yes, somebody that was great. Like, He's just breaking everything around him. Um, but namely, he punches a telephone. Like, Van Damme punch yep. a telephone. So good. And he a makes sure the telephone can see phone. him first. He holds this Scarface cell phone in front of him so it can see him before he punches it. <laughs> the, the, this is this sequence is like 10 minutes of just nothing. It's literally like this sex scene. Alex, like, being drunk and punching things. Um, Chad, they cut to Chad, you know, five times, and he's just like, driving the boat, looking off into space. <laughs> this woman's naked in the bottom of the boat, getting ready, getting dressed again. It's like... Chad it, keeps on checking, ten, though. And, yeah, and it's he like does. 10 minutes long. <laughs> it's so long. Dude, we need to fill in some time. Just, just, let's just do a, yeah. a really weird sex scene. Also, at one point, um, uh, Alex... I've never seen somebody do this. He takes a huge chug of booze, and then he snorts it through his nose. I know. I've never know, seen somebody do Wait, something like that. It is I fucking missed nuts. That. I was hitting the fast forward a couple times Dude. here. I was like, I don't need to see these, it's these nuts. fucking There's fake so much anymore. booze coming out of his nose. I mean, that's I think that kind of yeah. proves the whole point that he like his whole like nasal passage had been ripped out because it's a not going out of blow. two holes. It's just going out of one. It's like a fucking like <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like the the uh, the the air jets in like a hot tub. Oh yeah, he chugs like half a half a liter of um Johnny Walker of, Johnny Walker Red, and then just 
a quarter of that, he just snorts out his nose. It's great. Snot rockets it out. Oh, God. Yep. All right. And then once they make it back, Alex smacks the shit out of Danielle. And then Chad dishes out a surprise kick to the face, leading to the perfect analogy of Van Damme's career, where the nice Van Damme tries to run away from the unstable, violent Van Damme. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like evil, like not nice, evil drug addict Van Damme is actually what Van Damme really looks like. Like they have, like they really dressed up the Chad version, but like Alex, that really is what Van Damme is. Even today. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got some city miles on you, boy. <laughs> I will Holy give shit. Van Damme credit for that. He's never gotten any surgery on that face. Because no. he, he was like a handsome guy when he's younger and he could have like tried to stay that way. And he's like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm going to let all this booze and drugs just catch up to me. And I'm going to look like my face is going to be a wrinkled pile of shit. Yep. Hey, that guy can still fucking crack fucking walnuts between his ass cheeks. So, you know, I'm good with it. <laughs> All right, and then Chad runs into the woods and Alex passes out on the beach and this movie turns into the third act of Commando with an army of goons swarming the beach and kidnapping Frank and Danielle while the twins just kick faces and break necks. All the, That's the gist all of it. The, all the henchmen for the triad guy show up in like literally like um, combat chic. It's like <laughs> it's like if Versace designed military outfits. Which he did. They all just, Judge Dredd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. fuck. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, it's all like fucking tiger stripe, like East Asia jungle, like uh, fatigues, but very fabulous. Including but with the, f- mm-hmm, the yeah, ascot. With the, um, the, the ascot. ascot. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I know. This is the big Chinese gangster. He comes out in full military fatigue, but don't worry. He has a silk ascot on, guys. And <laughs> right. his like extremely, like, you know, highly illegal, like some kind of sketchy wood cane that God knows what it's actually made out of that he's got because just why not? Oh, we'll right. find out about that cane too. Yeah, I'm like fucking Ray Ban sunglasses. They are landing on a beach in the middle of the day. What's the camo gonna do? <laughs> you're not being cons- you're not being inconspicuous. They're storming the beach. You can see them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, a great move by uh, Chad in this too. When he he throws his gun at the bad guy, and the bad guy catches it, he's like, "What the fuck?" And then he just gets punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good move. That is good. Or no, he got kicked in the face. Sorry, there's no punching involved in this movie. It's no. all kicks. It's all kicks. By the way, Van Damme, he was a professional kickboxer. Oh, yeah. He's definitely a good martial artist. He was 18 and 1 with 18 knockouts professionally. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. Uh, Hold on. We got to talk about this fighting style, though, just for a second. The fact that there are just straight kicks. I do not see that as the most efficient way to, like, take on 15 dudes. You are using a lot of energy. And aren't you dizzy after that shit? Like, just a little bit? A little bit dizzy? Never-ending roundhouse kicks. I I, I don't get it. I mean, I feel like you could just get away with some jabs, you know, some some throat punches, you know, break a couple noses, I don't know, grab some balls and squeeze them. Like, you don't have to roundhouse kick everybody in the fucking face. They should have taken a note from Swayze. Exactly. The Dalton-style fighting. You need to have a combo. You need to have a well-balanced fighting and, and sex appetite. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if they made Roadhouse Two and Van Damme was like Swayze's protege, oh, or he's the, the villain bouncer? That'd be so good. Uh, yeah. Or they move the villain. I don't bouncer? think I could handle that. I think I, be I would so just good. be fucking awashed with jizz if I did if I watched that movie. <laughs> well, I mean, you got Dolan, but he's he's an NYU 
like poetry major, right? Philosophy, philosophy so philosophy masters or something. So he moves to Paris just to do some additional studying. He goes to some club and Van Damme's the bouncer who runs it, and it's just they get into it. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be so good. Oh my god, we need to write this. Even though Patrick <laughs> Swayze, Swayze is dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Swayze, dude. If we can bring back Tupac and a I'll hologram, a we can bring Swayze back. It'll be fun. <laughs> Well, yeah, just find one of Swayze's bastard children. We'll just do that. <laughs> He's got one. Looks just like him. Ugh. All right. Um, yeah. And then we get a really bad misdirect on the boat of uh, Griffith killing Frank, who's not dead, because then they just give that away like immediately afterwards. I know. Don't worry, Frank. Next time it'll be for real. <laughs> just do it for real. You fucking I feel idiots. like the yeah. audience like, couldn't handle for? it no back shit. then or something. Like, because they because did then, give it away. It doesn't even matter. No. Because then you don't actually see Frank alive at the end of the movie. He shows up right at the end. He, he does show he up. Limps oh, he limps out, does? and okay. that's, that's when you get the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, he's got a great chest for an old man, though, you know? And mm-hmm. great chest hair. That really oh, carries yeah. the fake blood well, too. That I agree. He's fantastic. selling it. He's selling... Getting steamed the best that he possibly can for the, how bad the angle is of him getting steamed. Yeah, yeah. It's not poorly. It's not. It's not poorly made. I mean, it is poorly made, but he he does his best in this. I like how they just have a steam hose in this boiler room. I'm like, I can't think of a. I'm trying. I've been in a lot of boiler rooms. I'm trying to think of a reason why you would have a steam hose in one of them, and I just I haven't been able to figure out why. <laughs> So we're probably like jumping a second or two ahead, but like when like the one, so th- th- there's clearly like the one white guy rapist in this, on this fucking boat. Like yeah. after like the, the leaders run away and shit, he's just sitting there with the steam thing, looking at the, um, looking at the blonde lady. And I was like, is he about to, he uh, was. is he going to stick that? Oh, like <laughs> that's what I was really worried about for a second. Cause he kind of like holds it up and like, uh, God. like uh, no, no, no. So the twins, they split up and start fighting with the, uh, the final bosses. So round one is being Alex and a spurry guy fighting in the dark. Which I, was, I guess he kills him by kicking him in the face. I, something? I, yeah. I, it seems like he's a vampire. The second he punches a hole through a wall and there's a little bit of light, the guy's like, oh, my Jerry curl. <laughs> and then he gets, yeah, kicked in the face. And this is really it. like, uh, yeah, it's like the bosses in... Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. you go from the easiest dude. Mm-hmm. So Alex just dispatches Spur Guy and three kicks to the face. And then you go move to the next guy who I think was um Bondo or whatever, right? Bolo, yeah. We'll get into Bolo. Yeah, Bolo. Bolo. Yeah. He's doing his best Donkey Kong impression. Just throwing a bunch of barrels at Chad. <laughs> he loves that fucking barrel. Yeah. I love that Chad tries tries to kick one instead of getting out of the way. It's so I stupid. Know. He's like, kicks work for everything, right? Ow! Damn! <laughs> I think that is the only failed kick in any Van Damme movie. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's the only yep. time it doesn't go in his favor. Like, he kicks open steel locked doors in this movie and others. You know, he cracks faces, but yeah, it's the one kick that got away. He probably put it in the, he probably walked in and he's like, this doesn't make any sense, guys. Like, what, what doesn't make any sense, John? Well, I kick it and it doesn't explode. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a barrel, so you, we figured a kick wouldn't be that effective. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is wrong. Not my kicking. My kicking yeah. is very effective. And then Bolo, he like his eyes are like bugging out of his head. He like rips Van Damme's shirt off, and then he kind of makes this like 
you know, like sexual gesture with his hands. And then he rips his shirt off and then he gets electrocuted to death. He makes, so he, he apparently only knows sign language Bolo because Mm -hmm. he does this like Mm -hmm. elaborate thing that no one knows. It's basically just like, he makes like a trombone motion and then like (laughs) a circle with his hands and then smacks his fists together. And and apparently it's supposed to signify something to, to fucking uh, Chad, but no one understands. I think it was just um, a deleted scene from uh, that last Van Damme movie that we watched with both of them blood fighting sport, each other sport. in the underground blood sport. Yeah, I think that's all it was. This was just a deleted scene, guys. Oh, I got you. No context whatsoever. Yeah, because that <laughs> sign language basically meant like, okay, so we're going to go to a bull ring and we're going to fight a bull with no capes. Okay, that's what I got from that. That was my translation. That or he was asking for like a Cleveland steamer or something. <laughs> or a Dutch waffle. Or a Dutch waffle. <laughs> or a Dutch waffle. Yeah. All right, back at the boiler room, Griffin and Zhang, they leave. And then this is when the uh, the Australian bad guy decides this would be a perfect time to rape Danielle. So he goes to do that, but Alex <laughs> headbutts Christ. him. But then Kara just pops on top of his shoulders like a fembot. <laughs> oh, my she's God. Like, her, she's like half, powerful thighs. Yeah. Like half meth head, like half black ops. Like, that's what that is. I mean, she's like a freaking crackhead spider monkey that just like comes out of the woodwork. Like, yeah. And then there she is. Yeah. Yeah. With this God, those NHL like forward legs on Van Tam's neck. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Martin St. Louis legs. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he, um, he goes through a lot of effort to, to flip around. So that way he is facing her vagina. And I feel like he could have <laughs> just gone in. I, la, 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 la. If he was really that cold blooded, he just would have gone right in with teeth. <laughs> I, I guarantee Van Damme wrote in the script. He's like, then I start eating her out and win her over with my, with my fantastic conolingus. <laughs> yeah. Her legs, her legs start shaking. That's how he gets free. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I am no! an exquisite lover. <laughs> yeah, here comes the director again, throwing the script. No, 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 Van Damme. No. I think this is a perfect Whacking time for a, for a four-way between Alex, Chad, Danielle, and then this man-woman. This Amazonian fucking bruiser. Oh, God. Yeah, and then Kara, you know, she goes for Alex's dick and just refuses to let go, which uh, gives Alex enough time to stab her in the stomach, at which and then she just immediately dies. One stab. <laughs> Yeah, can't take her eye, can't take her eyes off that Van Dam dick. It was so close to that her like literally just giving him a hand job while he's just like eating her out while standing up. It's that Get close. Up. I'm sure that was in the original script. <laughs> Again, like this movie would be so easy to make into a porno. It's all there. And then we do, and then we do stand up sixty nine. Oh my god! And then yeah, she's just flicking her bean the whole time, just watching it, <laughs> still tied up. <laughs> Still tied up. <laughs> and Frank's unconscious because we need to have that kind of porno thing too where the guy's knocked out in the corner. <laughs> There's got to be a cuck somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, you and, have one. and then Chad and Bolo are just going to town upstairs. So <laughs> That actually, I feel like those two would be great in um, a homosexual porno. <laughs> Bolo's a fucking beefcake. Uh, dude, I mean, shit. I want. I don't know who Thunder would down be. Under. Yeah, oh my god, dude. I mean, shit. not a not a fucking hair follicle between the two of them, other than <laughs> nope. their heads. Like it's great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you know, uh, the bad guys they split up. So obviously the twins have to go chase after each of them. Um, so first off is Alex and Zhang, which ends with Zhang getting his arm crushed through the gears of his crane and then just falling off to his death. 
And this is what I was going to say like earlier too, is like, he's got that cane, which turns out to be like an Andrew Jackson sword. Right. Which yeah. I'm like, why the fuck does he have a cane if he's running faster than Jean-Claude Van Damme? And then he runs up like 15 flights of stairs on this crane and then he takes <laughs> out the sword. I'm like, oh, I guess that's the reason why. Right. It's a decoy. It's just okay. a sword cane. Yeah. All right. That's fair. And then Griffith, uh, he gets a storage container squished on him, which is, you know. That was fine. You know, I was hoping for some kind of like, you know, red hot poker penetration kind of a thing, you know, like slow death. But we didn't get any of that, which was. No, nobody suffers in this. No. Somehow Chad jumps into the water, but doesn't. I don't understand how that worked. He He went for a full dive into the water. Yeah, and then comes back up. It's like it was like literally like a Mario tube. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Belgians Belgians move in mysterious ways, guys. Um yeah. and it's one of the great mysteries of the world. And it's somehow related to why they shouldn't have been allowed to have any colonies. But we'll get there on another episode. So I actually didn't read the like the note I had here, but I Tim would appreciate it that he dies like the same way that other um bad g- guy does in uh, Lethal Weapon 2. He's got the the storage yeah, exactly. container just squished. Boom. Yep. Oh, that's good. Exactly. Good stuff. All right. Well, to wrap up the movie here, the twins hug, and then Danielle and Alex hug, and then Frank stumbles out, and Chad gives the camera a freeze-framed corny smile with, like, a thumbs up, and then the movie just cuts to this, like, really shitty rap song. I was happy they just ended it, though. That was good, though. I was like, it's just done. That's fine. Clean break. Yep. Clean break. I wanted more. I wanted to see how they were going to, how they wrap it all up. Oh, well, you didn't make it to the um, the hidden scene at the very end of the credits. <laughs> Where they finally duple team uh, Danielle? Oh, there's like 15 people in the scene just all going to town. It's really hard. You just see arms, gang. legs. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's really disgusting, actually. Um, quite violent, but sexual. I, <laughs> yeah, that's essentially how you could explain this whole movie, violent but sexual. <laughs> it's all, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they definitely crossed some wires here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Frank goes to grab the ropes that he was tied up with. He's like, Alex, Alex, put this around my throat. Just put it around my throat right now. I want to watch it. I just want to, watch, I want to see what you guys do. <laughs> Choke me, Alex. No, that that's Mike Tyson, Max. <laughs> uh, no, that's a perfect Frank impression. He has a terrible lisp. It's so he good. talks like he doesn't move his tongue. It's like his tongue's always sticking out of his mouth. I know. Yeah, you can't keep the uh, the tongue behind the. What do they say? You got to keep your tongue behind your teeth. Yeah, well, there's that. I'm so close, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, God. I just, I don't know. I see him with, like, auto-erotic auto asphyxiation and all of totally. the, back, the worst parts of the Bible, kind of. Like, that's his sexual exploits. Yeah, no, I'm good. He's going to foot you off from Kara, who's still alive, just on the oh. ground bleeding out. Yeah. yeah. Don't kill her. Don't kill her, Alex. I want to do got, some weird stuff to her first. I got some uses for her. I mean, you could just go up to uh, go find Bolo and titty fuck him. I mean, if you wanted to, but like, <laughs> he's just up there. Ooh, it's crispy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, time for trivia. I only got one. <laughs> That's probably all there is. And it's uh, Oliver Stone had met with John Claude Van Damme when he was looking the cast. Um, for the Alexander the Great movie. He had considered Van Damme at one point. Oh, God. And it was because he loved him in uh, in Double Impact, and he especially loved the sex scene, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, that, is, that is so good. 
Oliver Stone is a fucking nutbag. He's Dude, a nutcase. That is hilarious. Don't fucking understand. Both on the same type of blow, probably, too. Yeah. God. <laughs> he, I don't know what he's done, but I know that there is something vile that Oliver Stone has done that he should go to jail for. And I don't know if it's sexual in nature. I don't know if he's into torture porn, but he's done some shit. He's fucked, he's fucked up. He's an I interesting guess. dude. So no, he, was, he was Ivy League educated, and then he volunteered to go over to Vietnam, which he did. And he was a medic over in Vietnam. Okay. And he got um, like a couple of purple hearts, too, huh. when he was over there. Like, he just got fucked up over there. That's why he, you know, he wrote Platoon, like, based off of, like, he came back injured and a drug addict. <laughs> and he's like, I was oh, an right. Ivy League school kid when I, was, when I left. Now look yeah. at me. That sounds like Vietnam to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, should we get into the box office game? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Rapid fire edition. Timmy Boy, how much does the movie cost? How much did it make? Um, budget to make the movie was $20 million. Budget to keep Jean-Claude Van Damme high was $100 million. <laughs> and um, it made probably like $20 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> that cocaine $100 million was a write-off. Yeah. <laughs> John, so I, I think it took um, literally like one threesome with Van Damme and an executive producer to make this happen. And then it made a hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie cost between 15 to 16 million and it made 30 million in the States, but overall worldwide, it made 80.5. Are you serious? Wow. Huh? He always did well internationally. Interesting. Yeah, I, For good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> he would do so much better today with that China market. Oh, all of his yeah, movies would make yeah. 100 mil. <clears throat> he would mm-hmm. be big. Guaranteed. This, I mean, I think he like lived in Hong Kong part-time. Oh, yeah. Um, it seems like all his movies are made there. Yeah. All right. New segment here to add on to the, uh, the box office game. It's going to be box office position. So the reason why I'm going to be doing this one is because this week I watched um, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. And then I looked up their box office numbers and they were the number one movie in America for three straight weeks, even though the movie only made like $40 million. So I'm like, all right, I want to see like going forward here, like where, where did these movies actually premiere? So I'll just tell you too, unless you guys want to guess. Um, I think that this was number three. Number three. What about you, Tim? Three. Mm, Opening week. Opening week. I'm going to say it was five. So it was released on August 9th, 1991, and it opened up at the number two spot in the United States, making wow. 7.5 million that wow. weekend. Whoa. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. I, once again, I am very happy that we got through the eighties and nineties in one piece. Uh, <laughs> I, we didn't have, we didn't have, uh, there was no reason we should have put it that way. <laughs> All right. Next question. Who's your favorite and least favorite in this? Um, my least favorite was Frank's Lisp. Uh, <laughs> Frankie's Lisp. And I mean, my unequivocal favorite were those rock hard granite tits that we saw a few <laughs> times this movie. It's like two little miniature bowling balls. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, they were just, they were jade spheres. Like just, yeah. Rock solid. Um, what about you, John? My favorite was Bolo. I really was happy when I got to see him again, even though he died like three times in the beginning of the movie, but still came back. That's great. So he's basically a jacked cat. I'm fine with that. I really enjoyed seeing him again. He's just a lot of fun. Um, my least favorite, though, was Chad. Um, too fucking pretty. It just didn't. I, I 
my God, I don't know. I just didn't like Chad. I liked Alex probably because I needed to hate Van Damme and he was the much more hateable of the two. Chad was very lovable and that was offensive to me. Mm-hmm. I'll say my favorite is Chad and my least favorite is Alex. Or maybe my favorite is Alex and my least favorite is Chad. Huh. Yeah, so I feel <laughs> we'll like we're know. really split over what we think of Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I agree with John. I think Alex sucked. I love Chad. John's no, no, the, no, no. Sorry, the sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, why I gave my opposite. rating like that. Wrap it up. Wrap opposite. it up. <laughs> All right. You better be judged. Let's throw my popcorn rating for this one. Uh, I'll give this two Van Dams out of two Van Fucks. Um, I'm going to give this um, probably... 80,000 deleted scenes that the the, the <laughs> writers had to X out of there because <laughs> of Van Damme. Uh, Van Damme's gratuitous sex and violence um, out of um, I mean, honestly, like the first movie I've ever seen with Cooter Floss in it. <laughs> that wasn't War by Borat. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, people actually wore those? Holy shit. <laughs> Wow, everybody in this room's wearing those? Holy shit. In Once Van again, Damme's LA, I suppose. I do not know how we came through that as a culture. <laughs> I will give this um, one hooked on phonics tape for Frank. Hooked on phonics. <laughs> <laughs> out of um, just one, one really sweaty, cum-crusted pair of silk underwears for, oh, for Chad. God. <sighs> Yeah, guess what? That's dry clean only. You know what dry clean only means? That shit's dirty. So, yeah. That shit was in the Hong Kong River, too. Or the back bay. God. That took Forrest Whitaker's eye. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) What do we think it does with silk? Do we have any social media shout-outs this week? (sighs) So, Jelly Time's limited, but I did want to give a special shout-out to Josh Mao. Hope that your lady friend's grandmother is doing a little bit better. We saw your note come through. Um, So, yeah, you know, we got all the the thoughts going out to you there. Thanks for giving us a shout. But um, no other jelly to spread this week. So, as usual, follow us and like us on the Twitter lands at HM Popcorn Pod and the Instagrills at HoldMyPopcorn underscore podcast. And lastly, folks, be sure to fucking email me at T backrow at gmail.com or fucking else but uh <laughs> with that deuces fuckers so i actually put one up last night on twitter a little oh, poll did you here. tell did you tell bag or uh, uh bill to suck a dag- bag of dicks is that what <laughs> happened is that what we're doing? Oh, okay. i did not but so my question was uh do you think john claude van damme would have been an above average actor if he didn't have that horrible accent so do you guys want to like, let me get your, uh, what do you guys think first? And then I'll tell you what the responses were. I think no. that the accent's necessary. Yeah. I think that he needed it. He needs the, the rough accent. And then Tim is saying, no, uh, no, he would not have been, he, he's not a good actor. Period. doesn't matter how he speaks. <laughs> His answer, just no. All across the board, categorical. No. Whatever you're about to say. No, I think he would have been okay. Honestly. He, yeah. He's not, he does. Um, he does a pretty good job at the nonverbal stuff like if he's not talking he will show some emotion and he will show some cool expressions like he does like like stallone and like when you see stallone when he's not acting he's just standing there flexing same thing with arnold they're just like statues but van damme always makes a choice he's always doing something i think that he has facial nerve damage from all the cocaine uses and it's just literally his nerves misfiring on his face and we just so happen to perceive it as emotion (laughs) 
Okay, but here's a poll though. So okay, ten percent said yes, thirty eight percent said no, and then fifty two percent said who's JCVD. <laughs> yeah, I would probably say to ask that too. I'd be like, is this a brand? Is this like a VHS player? What are we talking about here? These yep. people, they need to get on our level. <laughs> we should we should put a poll out there and see how many people know if um, Sly uh, Stallone they know that one. Yeah, right. Should. Sorry. Okay, Tim. but that's it. That'll do it for this episode. <laughs> well, that's it. Okay, bye. Fuck off. Bye. Click. Bye. Days Stay tuned, fun, though. So next week, we're going to be starting Ladies Month for uh, the month of February, where each of our wives are going to be picking a movie. So stick around for that one. Okay. Ladies, okay. who are still definitely listening. Oh, yeah. We have a few out there. We do have a few who understand that we mean well. Mm-hmm. Especially when I talk about cum crusted underwear or silk underwear. Well, you're just, you know, just letting them know just how dirty we are. We're just very self conscious men. That's all. We understand. Uh, there's nothing to be. Uh, Max, actually, you're the only one that's anything to look at here. So let's just be honest, especially if we're coming in for a mustache ride. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See ya. Bye, guys. Later, guys. <laughs>